You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You want to hear Luka Doncic talking to Tim McMahon? This is this is good <laughs> stuff. Luka is, so Luka uh, had a fan thrown out and... Tim McMahon tweeted that Luca had a fan thrown out because the fan in question said he was slow and needed a treadmill. Uh, here they are in the post game. And he said, uh, but I knew you would be the first one to, to okay. point out what something. What else did he say? I'm not going to say what he said, but I knew you were going to be the first one to put out something like that. So. I just saw him, man. It's just funny. He always seemed to be the first one to put some bad stuff about me. Luca, first of all, 99% of the stuff I've written about you has been good. Uh, Second of all, the guy was sitting two rows behind us. All right, so it was the only thing he was, that time he said something, the only thing? That was what you reacted to. Yeah, I was hearing the whole first half, right? What oh, are you going to hear No, he was, he was definitely hollering all game. You reacted to him. You put out something that was just the only thing, but. Well, what, what was the final did, straw? What, what, what was the what final was the issue? What was the thing that it's not the issue? I'm just seeing you seems to be the first one to always put something bad about me. Look, well, I think I several of us actually. I had stopped there because people are talking over each other now, and Luca's right because mm. I checked I checked McMahon's account. Mm-hmm. It was the only tweet he put out about that mm-hmm. fan heckling him. Right, and again, I, I could I don't mean to ride with Luca this hard here. He did. He very much. Tim McMahon did very much frame it as Luca had this guy thrown out because he said he was slow and needed a treadmill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Luca. Why was these guys like, don't want to talk to the media? <laughs> Luca. Luca said he'd been doing it the whole first half, mm-hmm. and I try to let it ride. Then he said, "Tim, you were there." He was saying, "It's like he didn't tweet about it." Tim was like, "Yeah, um, uh, he was sitting two rows behind us." He's mm-hmm. like, "All right, well, you heard everything." Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so why would you frame it that way? It was just a sneaky tweet. I thought so, too. It was a sneaky tweet. I thought so, too. And uh, I, I also look at Luca in that situation, and I don't know what the guy was saying beforehand. You know, I don't know if he was getting vulgar or disrespectful, but you know, a lot of people talking about, oh, Luca's soft and all this other situation, and maybe so. But one thing about the athletes in that situation is they're kind of in a no-win situation because, number one, you just take the verbal abuse, which you may say, hey, it's part of your job, but nobody wants to deal with that the whole time and just take the verbal abuse and not say anything, right? If you say something, if you clack back at him, you don't know who this guy is. You don't know what is going to push his buttons or anything else, so it's an unfair fight in that respect. Second of all, the one thing that you can say for sure is, I'm rich. Who the hell are you? Mm-hmm. And how would that you lose, play out? You lose, you lose that too. Yeah. I remember someone saying, you, you know, tomorrow <laughs> they're going to go back to their lives and their <laughs> right. jobs. And 
And they talked about him like he was the worst person in the world for saying that. Yeah. That's the one thing that you can say. Yeah. Because if you curse the guy back at, or curse at him, mm-hmm. flick him off, do all this other stuff, then you're a bad guy. So the only thing, if you've had enough, the only thing you can do in that situation is get him out of there. Now, here's where maybe everybody could work in conjunction. I would say if if I was the security or whatever the case may be, Give you one warning. Hey, man, cut it out. Chill. Can't hear from you the rest of the night. If if it happens again, you're going to have to go. But, you know, maybe that you had a whole half not to do that as well. Yeah, it's that invisible line that always bothers me. Mm-hmm. There's this there's this barrier that fans think they have to where they think that they can. And dude obviously had a, you know, he, he, he had a, you know, not quite a Kenny Caraway ticket, but pretty well, pretty damn close. It was better than and, mine. Well, no, it, it wasn't because Tim McMahon was <laughs> sitting behind him, so like it's it's impossible. <laughs> um, but there's this like invisible barrier where just fans think that they can say anything, and I don't. I mean, obviously, we don't know what was said. The I think the crux of the whole issue is Tim McMahon knows what was said, mm-hmm. or yeah, at least he claim at least yeah. he claims he does. Yeah. But didn't tell us. He made sure to tell us what he said prior to getting thrown out. But he didn't share, as he acknowledged to Luca. Oh yeah, he was hollering at you the whole game. He didn't share the rest of that with the world through his Twitter account. Right. And to me, you use the perfect word. That's sneaky stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where I go. Yeah, you know what, Darren? Don't talk to these people. Don't talk. To- <laughs> this just cut off media contact. Let's <laughs> just stop talking to everybody. Just Keon Ellis all the time. <laughs> Give me some Kessler Edwards. I don't know enough about Kessler Edwards. Yeah. I also think the whole, oh, he's soft, oh, just ignore it. Yeah, it's not that easy. Yeah, it's not. It's not like our our guy Roddy, and I'm just, I just, I, Roddy's our our guy. Like, it's no shade, but he's like, Luca could hit a step back J and tell the dude to shut up and enjoy the show. Like, well, that's easier said than done, though. They were like, also getting their ass. Well, oh, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. But that's easier said than done to just be yeah. like, that's the way you always should handle that. I'm sure Luca handles it like that a lot of the time. But yesterday might not have been the day. Yeah, but that's and that's the perfect way of putting it. Imagine like you hear that 41 to 60 times a year, right? And and that's just assuming it never he was happens at home. That's what I was gonna say. That's assuming it never happens at home. That was a Phoenix Suns fan in American Airlines Arena last night. Yeah, and. It's oh they they've got to be perfect every time. Didn't De'Aaron tell someone to sit their ass down in a courtside seat once? Yeah, he told uh, it was at was the, it the Lakers? The Lakers. <laughs> he told him sit your ass down and shut the f up. That's, we need more of that. We need more of that. But it, it's also it's also tough too, and because of the day we live in, and I remember I felt bad for I mean for for all the players, but I remember it, it happened with Fox where it was the Hornets game. They were down three, and De'Aaron shoots a three. He misses it. It's like 22, 21 seconds left. Harrison fouls right after the rebound. And De'Aaron is walking back, and he's he's probably frustrated and fuming, but he's not showing it because there's cameras everywhere, right? Like you can't really can't, – you can't do like what Brock Purdy did to Ray, Ray McLeod, right. right? But he's probably pretty pissed off. Yeah. And he's walking back, and he's just calm. He ends up talking to himself, and he goes, why the F are we fouling, though? And the camera caught that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, damn, like, you can't even. 
talk to yourself to yeah. in a calm state to just kind of get it out your system real quick because there's cameras everywhere. I think that was one of the conspiracy theory tweets last night. There were there were there were there were three that really caught my attention. One I'm just going to completely ignore. Mm-hmm. Harrison and 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 De'Aaron were mad at each other over at that game, so that's why they weren't speaking to the media. <laughs> what? The other one, and I and I missed this one. I had to be alerted to this one. <laughs> De'Aaron and Malik were mad at each other, and that's why they weren't high fiving at the free throw line. I think. <laughs> yeah, it was out of control. What? It was out of control last night. That was crazy. you got to go. You got to go look at the clips of mostly JA's tweet because JA isolated because J it was Jason Anderson that asked him yeah again yesterday why he hadn't talked and if you know he was upset <laughs> or what it was and he took that clip cut it by itself that was his question and, and posted it with yeah. the, and he I mean he had a I thought he had a very fair description of you know Fox was in a good mood said the media mm-hmm. you know his. his his kind of silence didn't really have anything to do with the media. And Jay's not uh, Tim McMahon. No, like, it, he just kind of tells but what, what he sees. Yeah, but he'll also ask a question. Yeah. And that's he didn't frame it in any way. He was like, hey, this is, hey, Fox was great. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the video. The quote tweets and the replies to the video went everywhere last night. <laughs> I had to check to make sure Mrs. Fox was okay. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, did something happen? Is everyone okay? People lost their minds. That's crazy. That was wild. That is crazy. But, yeah, did you uh, (laughs) – do you have the video of – because I just think it's funny video. Sorry, radio people. Of Luca when he told – when he kicked the guy out. I have. I did where he where he point where he gets the (laughs) official points at him. (laughs) But how he looks at him is the game's going on. No, it's great. (laughs) I don't – I don't have it. Oh, up, yep, I got it, I got it, I got it. It's 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 quick. I'll be quick, Jesse. I got it, I got it right here. <laughs> Let's look up. Oh, I didn't see we were at 13. I didn't see we were at Yeah, 13. it's good. I'll, I'll, I'll be real quick right here. Here, here. Oh, that's loud. Yep, there he is. He sees look him. him. Yeah, looks right at him. Hey, official. Hey, him, get him out of here. Oh, I like it. Him look at him was hilarious. <laughs> get me a black 77 jersey. That's funny. Get his ass out of here. Look at him. Game's going on. Luke, I'm trying to pass it to you. <laughs> Marcus Thompson joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm going to talk to our man Marcus Thompson here of The Athletic coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, man, Marcus, a little... A little under the weather today, but he's going to uh, make a couple of minutes Flu game. Flu game, indeed. We'll talk to him. He's going for 43 today uh, as the Sacramento Kings will take on the uh, Golden State Warriors at the Chase Center in San M- Francisco. Tonight. NBA rivalry week. Do that one more time. NBA rivalry week. Rivals week or rivalry week? I don't know. Maybe it's rivals. I thought it was rivalry. I think that's college. I don't know. Yeah, but that's know. what it is in the no, NBA. No. NBA rivalry. Yeah, I don't know what it is. But Celtics and Miami, that's, that's a good rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's on the phone. He ain't listening to me. He don't he don't care. <laughs> yeah, he's got Mark. No, I I got you. Marcus is on the phone. Oh, Jesse over Je- I think Jesse just cussed me out in his head all day, man. I I really do. Let's bring in our man, uh, Marcus Thompson, MT two of the athletic. Marcus, how you feeling, bro? Well, what was you pointing at? I'm saying I couldn't hear you guys because I was on the phone. <laughs> Are you the I one behind what's going on on Instagram? Is that you? You know I don't do Instagram. No, I haven't had um, I, I haven't show. had the Instagram accounts since I worked in promotions. <laughs> Marcus didn't answer, by the way. I'm going to call him back. Oh, man. He pointed at the phone. I thought I, Marcus I was thought on. So, no, yeah. I was being like, I can't hear you because I'm on the phone. See, I, no, well, I got that now. <laughs> Hit the dump button. <laughs> you know, our man Kyle Matson is going to return from his uh, vacation. He'll be at the... In, in, NFC Championship on Sunday. I have uh, I have a little bit of FOMO. I like man, should have gone. Well, yeah. I understand why you're not, but you should have gone. I mean, but but I I I could have gone to this one. I could have gone to this one, but w- it, will you have a party if they make it? If they make it to the Super Bowl, yeah. Um, maybe. Will you maybe. leave the party and go watch by yourself upstairs? No, no. I sit up there and look like. Christmas, I was over at Jerome L. Grove's house. It was Jerome, my Aunt Cindy, uh, a couple people there, and I just sat there looking miserable. <laughs> so that's what I would do in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd, I'd sit there and look miserable if if it was going bad. Did you talk to anyone? I mean, if there was something to talk about, but it would there wasn't nothing to talk about. We were actually all looking pretty miserable. Wow. So if that happens in the Super Bowl, they had a a little de facto party for when they played the Chiefs. And that wasn't too pleasant. Fourth quarter came around. And then when they lost to the Rams, I just left. I was at my mom's house. And when it was over, I didn't say nothing really the fourth quarter. And I think Reese was with me. I was like, Reese, get your jacket, man. Let's go. Oh, man. Get out of here. Poor Reese. Yeah. All right. It was bad. Let's try this again. Let's bring in our man, Marcus Thompson of The Athletic, MT2. Marcus, how you feeling, bro? Oh, man. You know, I'm alive. So we're going to count our well, blessings. All right. Well, okay. Well, that's – I don't that's know. I don't know. I don't, hey, I guess it's a win, so we'll, we'll take that. We'll take that. A net victory. A net victory, baby. There it is. KC asked this earlier. I'll ask you, you know, given where we are in the season, given where these two teams, the Kings and the Warriors, are in the season, has this game for Rivals Week lost a little bit of luster tonight? I think it added to it. I think both teams are going to have a little bit of a desperation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of got to get this one. So, uh, this, it's going to be a lot more thirst on the court this time. Mm. And, you know, that could, that could lead to anything. Yeah. It's not like 
it's not like uh you know the playoff version of it but it wasn't going to be that anyway you know but i don't know both of them trying to trying to salvage trying to save something so i feel like it might be a little lit do you um i didn't think about it that way that's, that's interesting uh outlook on it do you obviously the Warriors have been dealing with a lot in the last week and a half two weeks or so um uh, but do you do you think they view the Kings as a rival? Seems strong. They won four championships. But do they do they get a little extra juice when they're playing the Kings at all? Oh, I think so for sure. And you know they like to talk that it ain't a it ain't a rivalry, but it is. I don't know why they hate that word. Like we, they used to do it with the Clippers. Like it ain't a rivalry. So why are you so mad then? <laughs> <laughs> You know, why are you trying to take this dude's head off, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's for sure a rivalry. Now, the difference, I think, is 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 it's kind of – it's like built on respect. So it's more like a, a brotherly rivalry. There's not like – there's not like beef, you know what I'm saying? Like they they genuinely like each other. Uh, I know they love De'Aaron. Uh, JaVale, they love JaVale. He's, you know, obviously Mike Brown. Yeah. I mean, basically, Steph and De'Aaron are like, you know, partners now, so – I just think it's more like we gonna we gonna talk we gonna talk trash to each other, so we gotta win because next time I see you and I'm gonna see you, I don't want to hear your mouth, mm. and nobody want to hear Malik Monk mouth, right? Because you know you gonna see him, <laughs> well, <laughs> and you know he gonna be talking, so yeah. you gotta shut you gotta shut your brother up. Yeah, yeah. How um where how do you assess these two teams? Let's actually just start with the Warriors. Obviously, the they've had some incredible circumstances over the last week or so. And we were talking earlier how, you know, prior to all of this, the big story for the Warriors was like, Hey, Draymond Green is back. And then all of a sudden, you know, they suffer this, this terrible real life loss. They get back on the floor. They look incredible last night after the emotional pregame ceremony and inspired like overall, like, can you even get an assessment of where this team is at right now? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's, it's much different than before the passing of Dayon. I mean, they're a team that's in desperate need of something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, I think they need to make a trade. Uh, unless they're just going to say, you know what? Ah, let's take the L this season, start looking towards the next one. But even if that's the case, to me, you still, like, want to get to the playoffs. Like, you want young guys to get some experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you just want that vibe. Uh, you probably need that money, you know what I'm saying? That extra round of money, especially you got the highest payroll in the league and you as well, too. So it, it, it feels like, I mean, we, we believe they needed to do something, like period. And I don't know what that is. I don't know how, like, being off the, off the radar for a few days, dealing with the tragedy, impacts it. But I still think they need to do something. Uh, Atlanta's not very good, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially yeah. without – Without Trey, without Trey Young, so I don't know if that uh, dominant second half was like an indicator of a, of a revived team, but they just have some fundamental flaws that they need to address, and the only way they can address it is by the trade deadline. How is this team dealing with Draymond? It seems like a lot of the times in the past when Draymond would do something, and you just- go. Well, I'm, I'm asking. Well, you know why? You, you know why I'm asking the question, Marcus? Because <laughs> it felt like Team USA finally had enough, right? Team USA, they let him. There was never any issue with Draymond, and then Grant Hill goes, "Yeah, I think it's best for us to kind of do things separately right now." And I wonder if everybody's reached reached the breaking point with Draymond at, at this point, and does he have something to prove? Does he does he finally, for the first time, 
in his career feel like, hey, man, I got to start earning people's trust back, and I, I've got to, I've got to act, I got to behave a different way to get in good graces of, of my teammates in the organization. Yeah, I, I don't think so, and I think if anything, if that was true, it ain't true now. After it, everybody just got a dose of what what real bad is, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like now, mm-hmm. it's like. I mean, what we really tripping off of, like a dude that do too much on the court, mm. like that's his crime. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like, all right, in the end, in the grand scope of things, like, all right, man, just can you just stop doing too much and <laughs> just play basketball? Because you're actually playing pretty well. But last night, Jonathan Kaminga goes 11 for 11. He's clearly like finding his groove and he gets to the podium. And people are like, hey, man, what's happening? I think he scored 20 in, like, four straight. He's got this double-figure streak going. Like, this might be the best basketball career. Mm-hmm. You know who he credited once he got up there? Draymond Green. Like, I don't, I don't think this is a deal. I mean, perhaps. It was the same, right? <laughs> like, if you're going to get it out of fear, you're going to get it out of love. Either way. Like, <laughs> I'm just talking crazy. I'm talking no, I'm just crazy. Like, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I feel like it is perhaps one of the most overblown element of the NBA. And I think, I think the Warriors believe that like the, the thing he did that was like really bad was punching Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. right? That, but even that is a modern paradigm thing that like, that's a, like there was a time where nobody would think it was that bad. Right. Like, I mean, I was listening to a podcast where, uh, where Bam Adebayo and Udonis Haslam was talking about James Johnson and lumped somebody up in, in the locker room, just like whooped him up, like, and not like a punch, but just like as as Bam Adebayo says, he balled him up in the locker room, and then they just kept playing. Like that's that's kind of a part of it, but now it's becoming to a point where like people just don't like Draymond. I think that's what it is. People don't like him, uh, but on the team, I don't think that's. I don't think that's the case. I think they need him on the court. He kills them when he's not on the court, so he needs to cut out the antics so he can be on the court because they just aren't that good without him. That's that's the real crime, right? It's like, man, can you just be on the court so you can play because we can't win without you? Stop the antics so you can play. I don't think the antics bother him so much. It's his unavailability. So to me, that's the grander thing. But all of that stuff Draymond did, it's so secondary now. Like nobody's thinking about that. Like it, it's just, it's just not even on their radar. They, they still traumatized by watching, you know, one of their assistant coaches die in front of us. Marcus, is it too dramatic to say that over the next three weeks leading into the trade deadline? I think it's three, three weeks from today, two weeks from today, leading into the trade deadline. Like the, the Warriors need to pick a direction. Are they going young? Yeah, are nah, they going for a title? Nah. Like, what are they doing? And that will kind of give us an indication of what they're probably going to look like for the next year or so. Man, I, I think they already know the direction. And now it's just about, you know, like how to go about it. But I don't think anybody who's watched basketball and claims to be knowledgeable basketball is thinking this team is in a championship mix right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, if that's on the table, that's the problem <laughs> in and of itself, right? Yeah. Like, hold on, you still talking about championships? Like, yeah. you're the 12th seed, right? So I do think that now that here's the here's the the, the question that they got to figure out is just do they drastically remake the team right now, or do you tweak the team right now 
and then make drastic changes in the offseason. Like that's gonna be the question because in the end, if you make if you make a, a drastic move, like say trade trade Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. but you could have got him, you know, on a on a player price next year. Like, would you rather have Clay Thompson on a player price, or would you rather cash in Clay right now? Like that that those are the kind of decisions they make. Do they want to? build better around the big three, realizing the big three ain't the big three no more. Mm-hmm. So now these guys become key role players and go get you a star. Or do you just say, you know what? Grab them all. Let's let's start this thing all over. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're leaning towards the former, by the way. I don't think they'll trade Clay or Draymond. I think they still believe that with the right pieces around those guys, they can be good. It's just that those guys can't be the preeminent. And essentially Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins just can't be your second best player. Like, I mean, that's the bottom line. Or Draymond either, right? If they're your second best player, like, you're in trouble. If you look around the league, the number twos on teams are pretty good, and you can't, like, you need somebody else. So how do they get that? Do they give up Kaminga? That, that type of stuff I think they're answering over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, that's what the Kings are learning, right? You need a number two. Oh, see, don't Where you do at, that. Two. Yeah, no, number settle, two. Settle down. Settle down, Mark. Don't do that to uh, number two. Don't do that to All Star Center. Uh, Demontis. Nah, I need number two, bro. Nah, nah. Come on. That's just so. Sabonis is great. That's the guy you like. All right, we're gonna trap De'Aaron Fox. Well, Sabonis. I, I, I watch every Kings game. You know who ain't taking over the game? It ain't Sabonis. You know who is Malik Monk. Malik. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when you look around the West. Do Malik stack up to like you gonna have to you gonna have to see Chet Holmgren as your number two. You gonna have to see Cat like you gonna have to see Jamal Murray. You gonna have to see Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown pick one or Chris Pat. Like you gonna have to see Dane. Like I would, I would take I would take the I would take Sabonis against not, any of those guys. Not. I I'd be fine if Sabonis oh, was no, winning against no, any no, of those. I'm not talking guys. about. I'm not. No, you first. No, as a number two, but that's not Sabonis' game. Like so, when the game on the line. Mm-hmm. Or the fourth quarter, and a Dublin Fox, you putting the ball in Sabonis' hands and saying, "Carry this offense." No, you're gonna put it in Malik. But if you go, if you putting the ball in Cat's Cat's uh, hands and saying, "Lead us to the promised land," I'd feel good about that if I was Absolutely. the Kings. I feel good about that as the Kings, I, as long as you ain't getting it in Ant Man's hand. I feel good, I mean, and I like Cat. I, I, I agree with you. That's one of their problems. <laughs> like that's why ain't that why you don't believe in Minnesota? <laughs> that but that's the difficulty of the mind. Like he knows now. Everybody's shooting threes. People are willing to trap. Everybody's got switching defenses. Like you can do that. Watch you. I mean, you see Fox. If Fox have an off night, it's tough because that person who's carrying your offense, he's got to. It's got to be. I could get thirty anytime I want to. Not against good matchups. Not against. Not if everything is going well. That's where Clay is. Clay has to have the good matchup. He's got to be feeling it. And if he's not, you ain't getting it. Wiggins has got to be the right matchup. You need a number two who can get you 30. I don't care what it is. Mm. That's what you need. And mm. that's what the Warriors don't have. That's, Marcus, I guarantee you that's what Mike Brown shopping around for. Marcus, what, what cold medicine did you take today? <laughs> I don't take cold medicine. I'm a black man. We don't do that. <laughs> It's like Theraflu. <laughs> yeah. He, he took some honey and lemon. That's what he took. Maybe a little maybe a little bourbon on the side, but he took some honey and lemon. He's ready to go. All right. Keegan, Keegan going to be that number two. Just give him time. Just be patient enough to wait for him. He gonna no, he might. 
Yeah, no, he he might, but right now Domas is the number two, and the offense does run through Domas to bonus. It just winds up. That's, and that, To me, that's part of the problem, though. That's very defensible. As good as he is, that's very defensible. So if that, the Kings – the issue. So if the Kings went and got Kyle Kuzma, they, they, they significantly better? Because he ain't a two. Is, I don't think Kyle Kuzma is the answer that. We talk, are we talking about championship or are we talking about winning? No, 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 no. We talk, we talking about – Get no, we the, we talking about getting better. Yeah, getting better. Win a win a series. This, get to the you know second or third round. I don't know, man. That that the value of Kuzma for the price is a very risky proposition. Mm. I'm not the biggest Kuzma fan. Like the question is, like, can he be a better, you know, secondary scorer than Harrison Barnes is? Like that's. Well, yeah, he can. He emphatically. (laughs) I can can tell you emphatically. Yeah, right. But for the price, but you ain't coming in here like, all right, Malik, you done have a seat because Kuzma's here. No, like I don't know if he that dude. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do all do 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 all of you guys think this about Domas? I mean, first off, Domas is good. Let's not say like he's some kind of scrub. Nobody's saying that. But there's a difference between regular season basketball and playoff basketball, and we just watched it last year. So let's not start giving him flowers about stuff he ain't done yet. Mm. That's number one. So, but, but you just sat there and watched the difference between playoff basketball and regular season basketball. And when it was time to say, hey, bro, take Kevon Looney. Cook him. He could not do it. So you can't go into the same thing again and be like, all right, now he's going to cook him? What about when that person is better than Kevon Looney? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I'm just saying, like, and this is true. Like, what ain't that the problem with Draymond? Well, you know Anthony Davis has never beat him. You know he beats Anthony Davis's ass every time they play. In the playoffs? Well, they ain't played in the playoffs. That's my point. Couldn't get past Kevon Looney. That's what I understand. Playoffs is a different beast, bro. Like, it's way different. But it's way different. It's matchup heavy. You playing the same team over and over. You gotta have a counter. Then you gotta have a counter to the counter. Like it's a reason why the same seasons they're all time. <laughs> like it's different. And we don't the thing about the Kings, we don't know is who's gonna be that other guy. And if you say it's, if you say it's Domas, all right, cool, but he better show it this year. Like he I, absolutely has to. Understandably. 1, I but I keep saying with that seven game series, they didn't to me. They didn't lose that series because Domas is production or lack thereof or whatever. They lost it because for most of that series, Kevin Herter, Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray were shooting like 20%, 20% from yeah. beyond That's the arc the on wide open threes. Did, did, on wide open, exactly, but, but Sabonis was right. generating those looks. He was generating That's the, the point, looks. Though. They missed That's them. That's the point exactly. You're making my point. The point is you can't rely – on other dudes to create shots. You need to do this is the this is why the Warriors lost to the the Lakers. The exact same thing happened to Clippers, happened to the Warriors, because you needed somebody to get you twenty five. You don't need somebody to set up somebody else to get twenty five. You need somebody to go get the twenty five. Like that's playoff basketball. You think you think the Nuggets are gonna win because oh Jokic set up Shut up, Aaron Gordon. No, but the but no. no, no, the Nuggets did win because of Aaron Gordon's production. KCP was able to hit shots. Bruce Brown was able to hit shots. But that wasn't in lieu of Jamal Murray. That was in addition to. That's what I'm saying. But Sabonis still had like 17 two. a night. It's not like he had four a night. I mean, look, he still had look, 17 and 10. If you think it's fine, that's fine. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying, I need to see it in the playoffs. <laughs> if you think that's fine, go ahead. 
if you if you want to rely on a guy on a hub of offense who's a great, the best passer, big man, like he's great. I'm saying you're gonna double Fox. Who going to get the bucket? That's playoff basketball. And and, and to to your Who's point, to your point, just a little bit, because we've had this discussion on this show. I think Malik Monk is the wild card. Mm-hmm. I think that's the guy yeah. that at any point in time, it, we saw it in the playoffs. Like he'll get you 35. Like if you try and get in this whole thing where I'm gonna put Wiggins on Fox on the perimeter. Okay, well yeah, we're yeah. gonna have Monk out there. Who gonna guard him? And he'll go get you. Th- I think Monk is that, but I also think I think Sabonis is fine. Like I think he's fine. Okay, okay. What was the final score of Game Seven? Oh, I checked I out in the third matter. quarter. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, know you, you want the exact score? I can get it, it to you they, in like two the seconds. The Kings didn't get to a hundred, right? Exactly. That's yeah. my point. You it was one twenty-seven to one hundred. They got to hundred. You gotta get buckets. That's what it's about. It's about buckets. Domas was ten of sixteen in that game. Well, how much for that? How, and, and how much they had? Twenty-two. They had a hundred. Yeah, you said a hundred. Mm-hmm. So what did Fox have? Sixteen. Harrison had four. Huh. What? Herder might have actually had nine. Herder had four. Uh, Herder had seven. Herder was so bad. Herder was so bad. Keegan had ten. Malik didn't even play good. I understand that what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I just believe the formula is different for the players. Steph had 50 like, for those who like, forgot. Steph. Steph had 50. And who was number two? It was like Wiggins with like 12, right? It was Wiggins with 17. <laughs> Your boy had eight. Yeah, eight and eight. Ooh. Probably the best game he had all series. You you know who. Nah, he had that 23. Ooh, oh, he did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. That was a Draymond five, Green. That's five, right. That was a Draymond Green five. in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real quick, Marcus, before we uh, let you go, we appreciate he you, He ain't man. sick. He, he, fooled, he, fooled, he fooled you into believing he was sick <laughs> and then came out here throwing haymakers. This dude ain't sick. We appreciate my Y'all boy, Marcus. Sweet, man. I like the Kings, bro. Y'all, that's why they be frustrating me. No, I know you do. That's that's fact, by the way. Yeah, he, for those, no, he, he be for, showing love. He yeah, be showing he, love he, everybody he, out there. I, sure. I, I, I remembered yeah. your words at the end of that series. Yeah. This dude does love the Kings. Hey, man, look, Kings, Warriors, you know, you know, I'm I'm tapped in. I'm locked in. You know, it's it's uh it's it's a, it's a game. You know, I'm locked in, but damn it, Marcus, I I'm, I'm not fully there. I'm not fully there because it's Thursday, you're, you're and so I'm dramatic. ready. I'm you're ready. So I'm ready to play on the special teams unit. I'm ready to play on a special teams right unit. Now. Do I need to be a gunner? I'm ready to you're, go. I'm ready to go. So tell dramatic. me, tell me why the Niners will win on Sunday. Oh, will they? Yeah, hell yeah, they'll win. Don't ask that question. Hell yeah, they're about to win. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to win because, like, Purdy, Purdy's going to have a good game. Mm-hmm. That defense is very vulnerable, and I feel like Purdy's going to have a good game. I feel like Kyle, Kyle Shanahan was messing around last week, and he oh. knows better now. Oh. So he's going to actually, you know, put the ball in McCaffrey's hands and then yes. play off the play action. Like, I, I just, that's what I feel like. They're going to win because they're at home. And there's no rain scheduled, mm. but uh, you you better you better. Uh, they don't need you on special teams. They need you <laughs> on the defensive front and in the linebacker spot, so you can be ready to you know meet Gibbs in the hole. Gibbs a bad man. <laughs> Gibbs a bad. That's, they that's they the got problem. offensive weapons. That's for a, sure. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, I mean, how are they gonna stop the run game? Because that's all. That's what Detroit does. Stop the run game, and they gonna mm. win because I think Jared Goff is due for a bad game. Mm. 
I like that. He's been he's been lights out. He's been really good. I'm and like, and now on. you're getting you your sick every time. You're getting your you're getting your like under the weatherness out of the way, so you'll be good to go for Vegas. You'll be straight. For Vegas? Yeah, yeah. going to the Super Bowl, yeah. Bruh, like, man, guess what they got guess what they gotta stand? I, mean, I shouldn't even be complaining about this publicly. Man, they gotta stand in like like Luxor. So I'm don't, gonna do get, I'm don't, do get, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, man. Hey, we, hey, we've got, we've got a, Yeah, we got another show, bro. What are you doing right now? Well, don't do that. Tune in at four o'clock when we send you to see Jodeci live in Las Vegas with a two-day stay at the Luxor. You'll be staying right next to Marcus Thompson. Man, hey, Marcus, we love you, boy. We appreciate you. All right, homies. I appreciate y'all. All right. Care, Thank man. you, brother. That's a man, Marcus Thompson. <laughs> <sighs> I just knew. That's I was so like, funny. there's four million hotels. And all I'm thinking is, don't say the Luxor. Don't say the Luxor. <laughs> Gotta stay at the Luxor. God damn it, Marcus. <laughs> you can't script that, man. You can't script that. I need it. It's a Fibbo 2.5, man. Uh, keyword no coming up. Yeah, four o'clock. For your chance to see Jodeci and stay at the Luxor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I need a minute. We'll come back. Steal on Casey on ESPN 1320. Hey, can I give a uh, shout out to the Luxor uh, Hotel? Yeah, definitely absolutely. a shout out to the Luxor, man. Yeah. Big ups to my people over there. Um, I can't wait to stay there next time I'm in Vegas for sure. Uh, matter of fact, might go Mike Brown on them, and, you know, I would love. To stay at the Luxor next time I'm in Las I'm in Las Vegas. Mike's a genius to. for that. Um, but bro, get... aim higher. <laughs> if you go, if you're gonna beg for something, <laughs> boy, man, I was gonna go to the win, but <laughs> God, it is, what, the... what's the is, is Caesar still the number one hotel though? And I only I think it's the... I only do that because of the prices. Their prices they never have a deal. I think it's, like it's... four hundred a night all the time. I think it's go ahead. We're just not breaking breaking news, but. Falcons aren't hiring Belichick. They're going Raheem Morris. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, yeah, they're okay. hiring Raheem wow. Morris. Uh, wow. I wonder where Belichick is going. I, d- I don't he think he's going, going anywhere. Buffalo. Yeah, I don't think he's coaching this year. Not. That's Say it again. He might be going to Buffalo. Yeah, I think that's real. I, th- I, think, I think he might wait it out and see what happens with Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. He might not have to wait. Well, Maybe. Yeah, maybe he won't, but I think that I, I think, think I think that's real. Should get fired. I'm just saying, like I could see it happening. Man, I mean, is that the is is eleven and five the thirty and thirteen equivalent? Man. That that eleven and five that doesn't that can't be right. Was he eleven, 11 and six? six. Yeah, eleven and six. I think they were. I mean, would would you combine that with three playoff failures, two of them at home? They have, they haven't gone to the AFC Championship yet, right? They, you'd the fi- first you'd, year they did. Oh, they did? They played the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. You'd fire him. I would not. You I'm would just not. Saying, I see a scenario where. I don't think you should fire him. Would you fire him for Bill but, Belichick? Well, see, that's, that's, that's the other question. Sean McDermott's younger. He's, you know, Belichick's 72 years old. Mm-hmm. I, and I guess, I guess it boils down, you have to ask yourself, can Sean McDermott win me a Super Bowl? I think, it, I think it, he can. And if, you, if the answer is yes, you have to ride this out because I don't know that you can ask next year. Can, can Sean McDermott win a Super Bowl for my football team the course of the next three seasons? And if the answer is no, then maybe maybe you do have to go with Bill Belichick. But, the, but that's, that's the question, though. 
And you have to know because if he's like, I think he can do it. Like, I think you bring Belichick no, you're right. in there. You, like, you know, this you know, your, Belichick can do that for you. This is your one chance to get Belichick. It feels like, unless he waits a year, right? Um, but then if he waits a year, you still don't know. Like, maybe the Eagles' job is open next year. Then maybe Belichick. Like right now, you'd probably be the odds are in favor. Next year, you don't know what jobs might be open. Mm-hmm. So. It might be, the Giants job might be available. You might want to go back to the Giants. Yeah, there's Giants. I mean, there's jobs every year. Maybe the Dolphins was in the first round of the playoffs again. Maybe you come to Miami. I don't know. I might want to go to Miami. Damn, already wow. firing Mike McDaniels. Wow. Bro, they better win something wow. next year. Man. <laughs> it's Jesse Ham over there. I'm like Kenny yeah, going into the going into last season before they made the playoffs. If they don't make it next season, the drought's just gonna be another five, ten years. Like mm. make it to what? Win a playoff yeah. game, I should say. Win a playoff game. That's oh, their draft. Okay. They haven't won a playoff okay. game in 23 okay. years. Okay. Or two, That's fine. If they don't win it next year, it's just, we're cooked. Okay. Damn. Raheem Morris. Good for Raheem like Morris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it. He, um, he, he was a, a candidate that was getting a lot of buzz because of what he was doing with that Rams defense. So uh, I'm glad he's getting this opportunity. Yeah, me too. Uh, he got jobbed in ten- – did they fire him for Dirk? Was that the Dirk Cutter? Maybe yeah, I think yeah. It was Dirk Cutter. I don't know if he was before or after though. No, he was, was around the same. I think he was be- before. No, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, but shout out to Raheem Morris, uh, new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. It, it will be interesting to see what, if anything, happens with Bill Belichick moving forward. To answer your question, I think it's Caesars. Uh, I think Caesars, Bellagio, Wynn, and the Venetian mm. are are at the top of the list. Is Aria on there? It feels like Aria might be on there. I think it's getting there. I I follow a lot of Vegas but TikTok Caesars, stuff. I'm you know, I'm I'm Damien, a Vegas guy. Damien, Damien now that's Marley. a shoot. That's a shoot. Yeah. Like I've got I've got that weekend in March laid out mm. meticulously. It's gonna be fire. <laughs> so you got a trip to Vegas? Like you're excited for? But you're a Vegas no, guy I'm now. You're Vegas Barling. I'm Damien very Vegas very Marley. I'm very excited yeah. for this trip to Las Vegas. Yes, da- absolutely. Damien, uh baby doll Barley. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that that. I don't know that that's the Damien, appropriate name. Uh, Damien, uh, come up with something. Sammy else. Davis bar. That's fine. I'll do that one. I'll I'll do that one. Mile, I don't know who Sammy Davis is. So, really? Yeah. Do you know what the? You don't he know really, what the Rat yeah, Pack is. I, I, I could understand that. I've heard of the Rat Pack. But I don't. I've never like looked into it. So, I don't so I've really, heard that. I don't really know anything about Sammy Davis other than he was in the rap. Like I don't know a song. I think he tapped. Did he tap? He tapped. Yeah. Yeah. Like I barely know that. Um. He got. He 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 had a rough go with with the black community for a stretch. Understandably so. Looking yeah. back at it now, he had adult. a rough rough go um, with black folks for a stretch. Uh, you, you know you know who Frank Sinatra is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's Vegas lore right there. Is the Rat Pack and shout out crew. shout out Vegas man. I love Vegas. Got to get back out there soon. Now it's Adele and Jodeci's town. So. Been in Vegas once for my little brother's eight year um eight year old birthday. Wait, what? Yeah, my brother wanted to go to Vegas for his eight-year birthday. He was eight years old. I was like, where do you want to go, Marco? I want to go to Vegas, Ma. He was, I'm sorry, you said he was eight? Yeah, he's like, we got little ass. How did he even know what Vegas was? I don't know, my brother's cool, I don't know. And that was the one time you went to Vegas was when your brother was eight? I've not been to Vegas since. It was boring, too. I was a kid, did not know what to do in Vegas. Yeah, bro, you were, how old were you? I was like 12. Oh, yeah, oh for God's sakes. You ain't been to Vegas then. That's what I'm saying. I haven't. Yeah, you ain't been to Vegas. I remember I went to Vegas. First time I went, I, this is uh, trivia. First time I went to Vegas, I was 16. It was the weekend 
the Kings played the Jazz in 99 playoffs. I remember Friday, I was in and out of watching the game, uh, game four, and I saw Stockton hit the shot, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't believe it. And then game five, uh, I saw that at one of my cousin's house in Vegas. Couldn't believe they lost. That was your first time in Vegas? That was my first time. I was 16 years old. I remember I went with a group of friends. We went when we were 20. Why? I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. First time I went, I had just turned 21. I was sitting in. Yeah, I didn't really know what I was doing. So it was fine. And I was broke. So it's not yeah, like, like yeah, you know, yeah. I didn't know what to do, right? Yeah. So, but the, 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 the more fun story is on my, like, I was flying out at night. Uh-huh. I went to Raw oh. at Arco. Oh. And that was the Milkomania Raw. Oh. And we had really, really good seats. Yeah. And there's a point we're sitting opposite the aisle. Mm-hmm. like the the entrance ramp. So mm-hmm. Kurt comes out, he's spraying the milk thing, and we're not soaked, but like, okay, <laughs> it's a lot. Kurt starts throwing the, starts throwing those, the little milk cartons across the ring. Yeah. There's one that sails, and he is, he is fastballing them. There's one that sails over the ring, hits my man Io right in the side of the head, <laughs> And you hear if you can watch the you can oh. watch the clip back. You can see that milk carton go flying and hear the crowd audibly go ooh because it hits the side of his head and just explodes. Oh no! So I'm headed to the airport for my first trip to Las Vegas with whatever that substance. Yo, that's crazy. That Kurt Angle was spraying out of the milk truck, <laughs> and so I, I met like. Uh, Edge and Christian, and that's I told you the Booker T story, yeah, the Booker was, T bully Ray then. story. That was that that uh, that day. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> bully Ray's punk ass, jerk. Should have kicked his ass. <laughs> and then of course, yeah, I should have, but I didn't. I just walked to my gate and got on the plane. But yeah, that was not a that was that that was not that was not a spectacular trip to Vegas because I didn't know what to do. That's an all time night though. That is an all time night. That raw, that moment, then going to Vegas? My second trip to Vegas, I was D-Lo at 1025 KSFM. Oh, it was lit. And it was the Radio Music Awards. Oh, it was lit. And we're, we're, we're walking into the venue, and this young lady starts to flirt with me. Hey, and I'm hey, feeling okay. I'm feeling fire. I look at my man, Willie Barcena, my co-host at the time, I'm like, huh? He's like, idiot, she's a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, she wasn't. Look over, she's talking to like a 50-year-old man. I'm like, all right. Well, that's why I think that's why I've hated Vegas for so long. Like I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. Now I can approach it with a different Vegas is different back. Baby. Vegas is back, baby. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get it. Um talk to Marcus Thompson Marcus Thompson of the Athletic. Um as you can see on our screen still. Um and uh, <laughs> You know I'm not the well, only one who can nothing. remove you don't have to this. Say Just I'm like every that was a that was a good way. It just that was good. Yeah, Shout out I'll, to I'll start jumping into the stream yard. No, that'd be nice. <laughs> Leaving me have, out to. I forgot me. I do have mod authority. You, on yeah, Kenny's talking to us. Like he just can't do the <laughs> same. Have mod y'all authority. just y'all just wait for me to fix stuff. We all have our jobs, you know. Like I deal with YouTube and social and stuff like that. You're the stream guy. I forgot I had mod authority. Here. What do you do? Vibes. Yeah, he's chief, he's chief vibe officer, <laughs> CVO over here. 
1320 CBO, Kenny Caraway. I hate this show. Vibes, baby. I'm about vibes. to drop some Brock Purdy lyrics, see if I can get a job somewhere. Oh, no. I'm going to dump that. <laughs> Come on, man. Come Don't on, sing man. Those. Hey, man. You getting paid for this yet? Can I just be me? Can I just can I just be me? Can I just be my my own self? Some people can't, man. Gimmick infringement, pal. What's that, uh, what was that? Uh, I think that was no, that was he got game when when they had little Jesus Shuttlesworth and little Booger. Remember his cousin Booger, which mm-hmm. was uh, mm-hmm. played by um, what's uh, oh man, the actor I, I forgot his name, but he's a he's a distinguished actor. But they showed them when they were kids. And he kept following Jesus around. And Jesus is like, man, why you always got to follow me? Why can't I be my own person sometimes? Why can't I be my own person? You always got to follow me. That's how I feel, man. <laughs> why, why can't I be my own person sometimes, man? Why you always got to follow me? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh, that was Little Booger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, it's Hill Harper. Hill Harper. Yes. That was, oh, that's crazy. Yes. I forgot. <laughs> wow, man. How long ago was he got game? Ninety seven, I think. Ninety seven, ninety eight. It was a long time ago. Yeah, ninety eight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Little mm. Booger. <laughs> I ain't that's gonna say crazy. that because that's my dude. I like my dude. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say yeah, that. you can calm down that. a little bit though. <laughs> There's some wild things. There's a who who has who who has purdy bars. Well, bruh. After every forty nine win, I'm a chill because that's my boy, man. I I do like dude for real. That's my guy. Yeah, but some of this stuff's got to stop. Some of this stuff has got to stop. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 